charge of your life and destiny is seeing what you're thinking and feeling and as you become more intentional in this or that you will even get freer lighter faster if you like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the the writing it down is the key piece but but then comes the question what what are you writing it down for you see www.writeforlife.us I T E the number four life L I F E dot U S. And now here's the host of Journal Talk and the founder of Write for Life, journaling coach Nathan Oren. Well, hello and welcome. My name is Nathan Oren, and I started this podcast as a way to spotlight the journaling community and bring people together to discuss the various methods and techniques for journal writing. Journal writing can be a life-changing and, in my case, a life-saving practice. I started when I was 14 years old, and back then I was tormented with suicidal thoughts. I wasn't able to express exactly why journaling helped me, but I knew that it was something very helpful for me taking control of my negative thinking and freeing myself from those emotions, and I've been writing ever since. Today, I'm sharing an interview with Dr. Michael Perlman that I had on the telephone, and he has his own story to share. He's a psychiatrist in the field of medicine and substance addiction, and more than just a story, he has devised an online journaling tool called outofthewhirlwind.com. It's completely free and private, and we'll be discussing how it works. And you know, one thing that I'm finding with this whole podcast project, I'm so impressed that every time I interview someone, instead of meeting with a sense of competition or privacy, people I find, instead of being territorial about their journaling methods, I'm greeted with a sense of inclusion and cooperation, even collaboration. And today's interview with Dr. Perlman is just another example of this. Every person has their own reasons and their own methods for journaling. And Dr. Perlman is another one that has a very unique method. His advice almost sounds contrary to what we've learned from other journaling coaches. For example, he's not a big fan of the stream of consciousness approach. In fact, he believes it's far more important what you do with the ramblings in your mind rather than just dumping them on the page. So this out-of-the-whirlwind tool is used for shaping and reframing your journal writing. He refers to it as the online journal, and the purpose of it is to create balance, to move you towards action that really counts, and transformation or creating a life that's filled with more of the things that you enjoy. In this first segment, you're going to get to know Dr. Michael Perlman and what it is that motivated him to offer this online journaling tool, and we're going to learn a little bit more about it. How does it work and what is it supposed to do? So please enjoy this 
first segment with Dr. Michael Perlman. Hello, Dr. Perlman. Hi, Nathan. Do you want to talk a little bit about the system itself? Tell, tell us what happens when somebody goes to your site and sets up an account. Well, absolutely, it's free. Uh, right now, it's really a beta testing, so we're learning as we work with individuals. Uh, we have a Coaching Thursday seminar, a little bit of a how-to manual, and work with the journal, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and again, free. They can join in, share what they want, listen if they want. Some people will share pieces of their journal, and we can work on it. But the sign-up process is pretty straightforward. At this stage, we do not have a standalone process, although some people that may be self-starters can work with it. I enjoy working with it, but I also can be coached. My primary interest is to use the online Out of the Whirlwind journal to create a path for self-realization for those who are willing to reveal their thinking and feelings, reframe mm-hmm. them through structured questions and basically transform their lives. The key thing is the willingness to put down your thoughts, feelings, and situations and Mm -hmm. walk through those thoughts through very structured, let's say, existential question, like what do you appreciate and what do you know you really enjoy and and so forth. Mm. And then finally, the action steps, simply taking a specific committed step you can do as in how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time. But I did want to say that unlike the traditional journaling, which is wonderful and people get great results and enjoy it and look forward to it, this is something that may be additional, complementary to, or instead of, however you see it, that Mm -hmm. as you take the narrative of the words, people are often very conflated with what they want and what they don't want, what's good and what's bad, and All that the journal program does, as you work with those thoughts in this or that category or perspective, the realization occurs. It's as though you begin to reframe your language and taking charge of your language to your heart's desire, to what's your truth, what's fun for you, your personal reality changes. Mm. It is almost, well, it is a transformative experience. Once people see they have that power. There's so much of my life that has been leading to this in helping people clarify their thinking Mm. so that they know who and what they are, what they want and don't want, and their life unfolds. Mm -hmm. Okay, with that said, I want to take a few moments to outline my own life path. In the sense of being a psychiatrist, I sought to heal myself. Okay, all right. So it went through a path of realizing my own addiction issues with respect to alcohol. Early in my recovery path, I was doing the studying and the awakening. I was starting to move into a a lighter, freer zone. And I had done something, or I have no idea what it is. So I was starting to beat myself up. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I'll use, I won't say the words I use, but oh, I was vicious with myself. And in the middle of that tirade coming up of my frustration and anger at myself and I stopped, and if you can visualize, I sort of turned to myself and said, where the hell were you when that was going down? Whoa. (laughs) Crazy voice, shut up. It disappeared. It poof. And I got it. I knew it. 
Oh, I yeah. wasn't free of the crazy voice, although it's, it's quieter now, but less, <laughs> less, less annoying. And it does lead me to do bad things. <laughs> so, yeah. but, but get the picture. It's that shift. And, oh, that's it. Yes, yes. Eckhart Tolle tells the story in the beginning of his book, Power of Now. He was evidently suicidally depressed. That one night he said to himself, I can't live with myself anymore. And there seemed to have been a seminal pause, an insight, where he said to himself, how many of me are there? (laughs) And and he was sort of puzzled with that. He had that moment, and then he went to bed, and when he awakened, that self, that self that, you know, where were you when that was going down, disappeared. And everything was fresh and new and lovely. Wow, wow. Fantastic. Who are you? Where did you come from? Where did you grow up? I, I would love to know okay. a little bit more about what made Michael, Michael. Yeah. I grew up in Brookline, Massachusetts with a, a lovely family, hardworking people. They were mildly uh, neurotic, like everyone I learned to understand, but my neurosis <laughs> prevented me from seeing much of the loveliness, although I knew it was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were lovely people, but I was tormented by my own identity and, and then the ambition to survive and do well, but I had no inner core of understanding what it meant to do well. It was like a bright, shiny apple, but inside there was such craziness or chaos or confusion. So I was taught a very high uh, work ethic and study ethic, although I wasn't a very good student, and uh, I had a younger brother, a mother, father. I really adored them, but I, my own personality got in the way of really appreciating who and what they were about. You know, sometimes I have that moment, many of us do, that I wish I could come and sit down at that family dinner table with them again, mm. knowing what I know. Were, and, you nerv- were you nervous or shy or...? Yeah, I was, I was kind of a withdrawn, creepy kid. I would uh, just, I mean, I just, I just didn't like engaging. I didn't feel comfortable wherever I was because I was uncomfortable in my skin. And went on to uh, college, uh, medical school, the same thing. It wasn't until I started to perhaps drink more and feel more acutely miserable that I moved into psychiatry That because if you can't lick it, you join it, you know? <laughs> what a better way to get that help and to get into the field. Yes, and, yes. And well, I think a lot of people do that. <laughs> they go in there yeah. oh, really yeah. to kind of help fix themselves first. I get a laugh out of my patients when I, they ask some of these questions. I said, well, you know, you don't think I was interested in helping someone like you. I was trying to help myself survive and come, and they get a laugh out of that. <laughs> it was completely self-serving, I said to them, and they get it. They understand when I'm uh, self deprecating because inviting them to partake of a bigger self. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You're listening to Journal Talk with your host, Nathan Oren. Journal Talk is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you resources, information, and inspiration about all things journaling. And now, back to Journal Talk. Welcome back to Journal Talk. I'm Nathan Oren, and I'm sharing an interview that I had by telephone with Dr. Michael Perlman, who developed an online journaling tool called outofthewhirlwind.com. And in this next segment, we're going to take a deep dive into the five components of this tool. Grab a pen. You'll want to write these five things down. 
I set myself up as the guinea pig here, <laughs> and Dr. Perlman walks me through these five different prompts. He calls them perspectives. So are you ready? Here's the five prompts. The current reality, appreciation, knowing, vision, and finally, action. And as Dr. Perlman explains, the order of these five prompts is not what's important, but finding your authentic words in each of these areas is the key, he says, to finding transformation. I had just come back from the dentist. I was a little frazzled because I still need to get more work done on my teeth. And because this experience was so fresh to me, I decided to use that as my journaling exercise. So listen to the transformation that I undergo in, with respect to my dentist and my teeth and my, my taking care of myself. Please enjoy. I've known, Dr. Perlman, that your approach is different because... I've noticed when you come in into the chat room and you add your things, I, I think, wow, that's, a, that's an interesting flavor. You know, they're very intentional. A lot of your tweets that you send out get the audience to think, oh, yeah, that's right. We want to make this an, an intentional exercise. Whereas so many journal coaches, and I include myself, we just know, look, you get the pen and paper, you write stuff out, you feel freer. You know, we're just going around teaching, yes. you know, dumping your thoughts. But I've noticed, yes. and this is what I has hoped to uncover, and you've already, you know, lifted the lid and given me a great look at the peak inside, is that you've got a system, and there's a pattern, sort of like you said, a, a guided uh, questioning that helps people to get a little more focused rather than just, blabbing on and on and on and on. Did you sign up for the journal? Yes, I did. Ken, would you like to go to the journal and just open up your screen and I'll open up mine and we could look at our journal together. I could walk okay. you through it. Maybe a nice yeah. way to do that. A visual one for you. So open okay. up, go to outoftheworldwind.com, uh, go to my journal and tell me what yep. opens up for you. Uh, I get the page that has all the categories. So there's health, relationship, environment. Okay. Do me one favor. Just click on one of them. Click on health, for example. Okay. Uh, on the journal site, there's all sorts of blogs, information, and some testimonials that orient people to the journal. We also offer free coaching Thursdays. And yes. eventually, we would love to partner to co-create with People like yourself, Nathan, for example, you have a unique way of using journaling, using your coaching for people to access their truth to enhance mm -hmm. their lives, however the language you use to explain it. Yes. All right. So let's, just, let's play. If you're uh, walking around this and sort of kicking the tires, uh, you might say, what category fits best the topic you want to explore? Something like that. Did you have one in mind that you might want to pick up at or talk, talk about something in general? Sure, sure, yeah. We could talk. So, for example, you know, I just came back this morning from a dentist appointment. And uh, since, since childhood, I've been afraid of the dentist. I know there's no earthly reason to be afraid. They're professional. Okay. Wow. I get nervous going. Uh, I tremble when I'm, I really have to talk myself into right. a state of relaxation. Every time I walk out of there, <laughs> it really wow. is a whirlwind of different emotions 
that are misplaced. Uh, it costs money. I've had historically just bad teeth, bad cavities, and I always walk out of there with some new plan on what's going to happen in the next, you know, four months to, you know, fix my problems going on. I've had since I was a teenager, had my first root canal, and I, I stress. <laughs> a, a, a full course catastrophe. I mean, I got it. Been there. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan, I often use dragon dictation to dictate as I'm talking, and, and I don't know if you have that uh, tool. That's a tool. No. That's all right. But you have just recorded this, you see? Okay, yes. Now, if you were to cut and paste that whole spiel, have it, you know, into that section. Now, put it into the topic I want to explore there and then, that whole block thing, that whole catastrophe. Right. That very unpleasant, longstanding, complex a dentist. I mean, you might just put fear of dentist, period, leave it there, or put the whole thing in that topic I want to explore. And then, if I was coaching you or you were comfortable enough or knew that, mm-hmm. I would move right to current reality with health, and I would plug in exactly the last minute or so monologue about, I hate dentists, the pain, the money, the embarrassment, and blah, 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 whatever. So let's talk so, a minute about... Go ahead, about- Let's talk a minute about the current reality then. So the current reality section is the way things are right now, whether I like them or not, my complaints about it, my angst, and just the way things are today. Yes. It's simply the way things are today with this particular sizzle, this heated issue of you and your teeth. Got it? And dentists. Okay. And money and pain and God knows what. It's that part of our lives that's filled with our what's not quite right, what doesn't feel good yet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as you get clearer, if you were then to go from that conversation that you've just put in, in all its living technicolor and uncomfortable details, mm-hmm. it's really not so much that you analyze it, not so much you do anything, it's that you observe it, you sit with it, you feel it, you go deeper into it. And in and of itself, it may dissipate. And that is one powerful way of allowing, observing, understanding, and eventually relinquishing. And, and we might go from there, let's go maybe directly to my vision. Are you with me so far? Yeah, yeah. Why is current reality the fourth field then? Why would it not be the first one since that one seems to be the stem? You know, ah, the one. That, that's a very good question. I would like people to have more of an experience of the things they appreciate and enjoy, they love. If you click up where it says more information and tips on the what I appreciate in the field of health. Okay. And you can see this is simply a gratitude list. And here is simply just try to generate and note the subtle good feelings of peaceful, loving appreciation. As in, these are a few of my favorite things, the sound of music. This one I feel I'm, I'm a little trained in. I, I, so, I do make a practice of this in my own life. So this, this one comes a little natural for me. Uh, the first thing I would say is, you know, I'm grateful that I have a dentist. You know, that I'm living, I'm living in yes. a country where it's available. I have more than one option. If, if something doesn't feel right, I have 
six other dentists that are willing to, to see me, and I'm very grateful yeah. that I have a job that pays my insurance premium so that it doesn't actually yes. cost me very much at all. I'm grateful that I have all my teeth. I mean, some of them oh. aren't real. <laughs> some, <laughs> yeah, of them, some of them are fake, but they are all there, and they chew, and I get to enjoy food. There you are. Now, everything you just said is perfect. I mean, so if, you know, what you've spoken, you, and I know you do, write it down in there, and mm -hmm. getting a clear picture of what you're enjoying. So you have that sense of an orientation towards appreciation, gratitude, love, desire. You're opening up that field of a higher consciousness. You would then look at the, my vision, and then if you'll click your thing to the vision statement for three, and it's a perspective of looking at it. I suppose, if I want to be silly, the shift from the current reality to the vision is, is as if I said, you know, that old joke. Uh, apart from all that, Mrs. Lincoln, how are you enjoying your play? <laughs> See, so it's ironically, that may be absolutely bizarre. Yeah. So for me, the where I say my vision would be how would things be if they went the way I would like them to be? Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I would go to the dentist twice a year, like, yeah, yeah. like, like my plan pays for. We would do a cleaning. I'd feel great. There would be no fear because I know that my teeth are healthy. Uh, yeah. I walk out feeling refreshed, and my mouth feels even cleaner. I just know that, you know, I'm going to take good care of my teeth. My care and cleaning and maintenance of my mouth would be as easy as the care and clean and maintenance of my, my vehicle. It's neat and simple, and, and there's no cost. You could have said it in a tweet if you had more practice. You know, uh, forgive the long letter. If I had more time, I would have written a short one. Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you. So, so ideally... I would simply say, wouldn't it be nice to have healthy teeth, to be comfortable? You see? Is that what you want? Yeah. So all the stuff that I had, that's sort of the whirlwind of my thoughts. And to get down to the core, what I'm really trying to say is, yeah, I'd like the health and care of my teeth to be natural and comfortable. I love my mouth. I, <laughs> I love care. my mouth. I take care of my mouth and all its inhabitants. <laughs> yes. Oh, and by the way, that comment about the money, why don't you take that thing about money, go down to the vision about, uh, let's say, purpose, and, and just write, wouldn't it be nice to be financially independent? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Be comfortable with money. Just that's how, when, when I'm sitting down with my journal, I just spill it all out. Are you suggesting that in this, little white box area where you have each of these different categories. I write it out the way I normally would, and then I go back and condense and play with it until I get it down to a tweet. If that is comfortable for you, you may want to work in your own journal and then bring over a part of it or all of it and put it on the potter's wheel, so to speak, of these perspectives and chunk it down, parse it out, move it around so that what you've written and seen through differing lenses, you may have an, a creative urge to write, 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 write. Fabulous. Then I would say, well, okay, what's the key point here? Yeah. 
You're listening to Journal Talk with your host, Nathan Oren. Journal Talk is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you resources, information, and inspiration about all things journaling. And now, back to Journal Talk. Thank you, Tammy. In this last segment of Journal Talk this episode, I'm going to continue with Dr. Perlman on using the out of the whirlwind journaling tool with my dentist example. I did get a little confronted, as you'll see. Dr. Perlman had to help me break through in a place where I kind of got stuck. I didn't have time to share the entire conversation, uh, and we didn't get to go through the last step together, which was action. But please know that I do have some new toothbrushes already (laughs) that I'm going to be using uh, in my daily brushing practice. Uh, You can contact Michael Perlman at michael at outofthewhirlwind.com. Whirlwind, just how it's spelled, W-H-I-R-L-W-I-N-D, out of the whirlwind, all one word, dot com. Also in this last segment, Dr. Perlman is speaking to me, but he's really speaking to all journaling coaches out there, and he's asking us to give this tool a look over. You know, he wants input, and he's willing to share it with other people who want to incorporate it in their own journaling practice and teachings. So give it a try. Take a look. Let him know what you think. You can reach me at writeforlifecoach at gmail.com or info at writeforlife.us. Please enjoy this last segment, and I'll see you again in two weeks. Take care, everybody. And then what is knowing? Ah, it's simply knowing what you love and enjoy, where you're having fun, where are you affecting change, making a difference. All knowing, all love, all of life experience is about self-forgetting. All those epiphanic, lovely, awakened, exalted moments that we've all had in our lives is based or predicated on self-forgetting. We've lost ourselves in the loveliness of that moment. Hmm. And it's in that moment where, I mean, we can be mundane. Uh, do you have a puppy dog or a cat or pet that you enjoy or love, you see? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or what's your favorite ice cream, Nathan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm trying, I'm trying to identify what would that be for me in the realm of health and specifically teeth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a little lost still. So would it be the experience I, of, I, of chewing something, like, you know, tasting yes. some really wonderful food? <laughs> It might be. It might be that you enjoy some delicious dinners and meals, and you're totally self-forgetting about any issue of your of the dent of the teeth. You see, knowing that this is a good life, a good world, and I know that I have the best health care in the world, and and so forth. You see, but you're also creating the ambience. My life is perfect, just the way it is, and I'm perfecting it. Yeah. This is the hardest one for me of the five, and we, have, we, okay. haven't about, we haven't talked about action yet, but in this particular realm, there isn't anything that pops up that, that has me forget myself. <laughs> ah, well, hold that thought. I would dispute you, but I'm not. You see, it doesn't matter what I think. Yeah. Hold that. So, well, you might simply say, I, I know I am balancing my health needs, you know, with my whatever, my structure, my schedule. You know that you're doing that. I see. Gentle knowing. 
as you recollect your language, the knowing, make the associations, mm-hmm. that knowing experience for you becomes more palpable. That appreciation field becomes more palpable. The clarity with which how you'd like things to be becomes more palpable. Mm. It's as if... What you're saying is, if I can paraphrase what you're saying or what, the way I'm uh, digesting it, is the, the more I do this with each particular issue or each each, uh, realm of my life, the more practice I get at developing a coherent phrase of understanding for each of these items, the appreciation and the knowing, what I'm doing is building sort of a fabric of an entire world of appreciation, an entire world of knowing my my higher good, my uh, the way I like things to be your awakening, or let's say you're experiencing self-realization. Nice. And with that knowing, not that you have to do or say anything differently, you will observe a transformation in your demeanor, your persona, your internal, external reality. Yeah, yeah. Become more aligned. Very powerful, Doctor. I love it. I love that you love it. So... (laughs) Let's co-create. You see, you are working in the vineyard, my friend. I've just given you a a, a bucket to do something else with it. That's all. We're saying vineyard. With that said, I would love you to take a look at the journal, take a look at the uh, the layout, the framework of it, to see where and how this may prompt you. I love the feedback that how it's working for you, but more especially, is there some synergy? with your own members and people that join you as a part and parcel of enhancing your own presentation, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I would submit to you, Nathan, that you have, you don't have as much idea of the power of what you're offering people as you can and will. Mm. The fact that you have people that share their thoughts and in your own very gentle, caring, wise way of helping them take that step further of losing the fear of the negative thoughts, putting it here. Now, what does that say? What does that say? Mm. So we are offering a template, each in our own way. You are not intimidated or bullied by them anymore. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. I will look look at your site. and uh, Stay in touch, Nathan. Stay in touch. Nathan, please walk with me here because you have a voice, you have an audience, you have a passion. I'd love to walk the journey with you. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I'm honored. I'll stay in touch. Yeah. Uh, okay. So expect me on one of these Thursday calls. I, I look forward to it. All right. <laughs> Take yes, care. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. All, right. All the very best. And I'm so delighted to have this time with you. Thank you. Same here. Bye-bye Bye-bye. Now. Bye-bye. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah.